This morning we have a beautiful lesson in faith and persistence and most of all surrender as we hear this gospel story of the Canaanite woman. It was eight years ago this very day that I was at Numellary Abbey in Piosta, Iowa, and it was my final retreat. We call it a preordination retreat before being ordained a deacon, which happened in December of that same year, 2015. And we had finished morning prayer and breakfast, and we were kind of getting ready to <clears throat> get into the meat of the day. And I went out in the parking lot to make a phone call to my wife. My daughter was expecting her first baby, and I was a little anxious about being away from home during this time. So I called Ann to check in and see how things were going. And I found out that there was a little bit of anxiety going on. My daughter was feeling like the baby wasn't moving and she was getting kind of anxious. And so they were heading to the hospital to see what was happening. As I finished my phone call, I turned to go back into the Abbey and Joe Mahalik, who was our diaconate director, had also taken a call in the parking lot from his family. And he found out that his wife was very sick. She had been rushed to the hospital. His children had called him to tell him he needed to come home. And so we were both dealing with some news that was a little unsettling. And in that moment came a realization that there was nothing I could do for my daughter or our unborn baby. There was nothing Joe at that moment could do for his wife except for us to surrender that to God in prayer. And so that's exactly what we did. The Canaanite woman in our gospel story today is in a similar situation. Her daughter is tormented by a demon. Now, those of us who are parents can imagine what this would be like, how difficult this would be. Feeling completely helpless to do anything for our child. And she knew there was one person who could help with this situation, and that was Jesus. And so she sees Jesus, she calls to him, she pleads with him, she gets down on her knees before him, she even argues with him a little bit. And she says this beautiful line in response to what Jesus says to her. Even the dogs, Lord, eat the scraps that fall from their master's table. And of course, he says to her, great is your faith. Let it be done for you. The Canaanite woman's request was granted because she persisted in faith. She had a need and she knew that Jesus was the one who could fulfill that need. And she wasn't going to take no for an answer. She persisted. You know, we have some examples of this kind of persistence and tenacity in the Old Testament. One of my favorites is Jacob. When Jacob wrestles with God, they're wrestling through the whole night. And when God realizes he isn't going to win this wrestling match, he dislocates Jacob's hip socket. 
but not before Jacob asks for his blessing. Give me your blessing. And so the Lord blesses him right there in that moment and then on later in his life. Abraham does a little bartering with the Lord. You might remember that story about the people of Sodom where Abraham is saying, Lord, will you, will you save us if there are only 50 people of faith? And he gets all the way down to 10, back and forth a number of times. And the Lord says, yes, I will save Sodom if there are 10 people of faith there. And we know that Abraham was blessed and became the father of many nations. Even the dogs eat the scraps from their master's table. My wife's grandfather had a clothing store in Stillwater, Minnesota, back in the 60s and 70s. And he was a man of deep principle. And as you probably know in Stillwater, there's that famous Stillwater prison. In my wife's grandfather believed that no man should walk out of that prison looking shabby, right? You're released, you've done your time. He wanted people to have dignity. And so he had an arrangement with the warden at the prison. And the warden would call him about a month or two before somebody was to be released, and he'd give him the name, and he'd give him the measurements for that man. And my wife's grandfather would have a suit made and he would send that suit up to the prison. So on the day that man walked out of prison, he would walk out of there in a beautiful tailor-made suit. There was an issue of dignity for him. He didn't believe that these men should just receive the scraps from the table, but he wanted to give them that dignity. You know, sometimes in our life of faith, we forget who we are. It's easy for us to forget that we are God's beloved sons and daughters, that we're heirs to the kingdom, and that God wants us to bring our problems and our worries and our fears to him so that he can help us with those things. And sometimes we forget who God is. We want to take care of things on our own, or we think we can, right? And we forget that we have this loving God who loves us unconditionally, who is the source of mercy and the source of grace, who's just waiting for us, just waiting for us to come to him. The Canaanite woman in our story today knew who she was. She knew that she was someone in great need. She knew that she couldn't solve her problem on her own. And she knew who God was. She knew that he was the one, the only one, who could help her with her problem with her daughter. And so she did a beautiful thing. She surrendered. She surrendered her will to God. She surrendered her pride to God as she got down on her knees 
She surrendered her need to be in control of that situation. She surrendered that to God. She gave it all to Him. In that act of surrender, we might hear her saying, Lord, I can't do this. And in her act of faith, but you can. Lord, I can't do this, but you can. There was a beautiful sense of humility as she approached Jesus and made this request. We have so many beautiful examples in Scripture of this kind of humility. They often think of Mother Mary when the angel appeared to her and said she would be the mother of God. And she said, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Mary surrendered all of her hopes and dreams, all of the things that she had thought about in her life, and she laid them down when she said those words. Lord, even the dogs eat the scraps from the master's table. My brothers and sisters, you and I are not sitting on the floor waiting for the scraps. We're sitting at the table. We're sitting at the table with Jesus at a place that has been set for us from the day of our birth. And Jesus is just wanting to pour out these good gifts upon us, the blessings and the grace, all the things we need in our life of faith. And he wants to give us those things in abundance. Jesus gave his life for us so that we could have life to the full. And so it's about Surrender. It's about faith and persisting in prayer, even when it seems hopeless, just continuing to bring that prayer to the Lord. I want to invite you for just a moment to close your eyes, if you would, with me. And just to imagine now, by the power of the Holy Spirit, just to imagine Jesus standing right in front of you. And he's looking at you with a gaze of love. And even if you're sitting in judgment of yourself today, Jesus is not judging you right now. He's looking right at you with this beautiful gaze of love. And he just wants to hold you in this moment. I just invite the Holy Spirit now to bring to your heart anything that might be a worry or a fear or anxiety, anything that might be troubling you, causing you unrest, just to bring that to your heart now, whatever it is. And trusting completely in our loving God, I just invite you to surrender whatever that is to him now.
Allow him to take it and to carry it. If you would join me in this short prayer, we'll say this three times together. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. One more time now with the faith of the Canaanite woman. Oh Jesus, I surrender myself to you. Take care of everything. Amen.